Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means shaking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob Moore here. Now, I made a fundamental mistake recently uh, when someone asked me about my pricing for my mentorship. And I have a rule, because it's just something I've learned over the years, uh, when people ask you for the price of your products and services, especially if they're of high value, especially if they're a service which is somewhat intangible. And that rule is um, not to reveal that price unless they, they are invested in and unless they know a lot about you. And um, so I'll share that mistake with you in a moment and what I uh, ultimately will help you not do uh, and why I believe you should never reveal your price if asked. Now, um, ladies, I don't know if you've ever been asked by a man how many men you've slept with. Now, there is only one correct answer to that and that is, I'm not telling you. I don't know is really bad because it sounds like a lot. Um, Telling the man is going to make him judge, even if he promises he's not. Um, So your only one correct answer is, I'm not telling you I'm going to retain my dignity. Now, of course, if you're going to marry this man, that might be the caveat. There's always an exception to the rule. Um, Dave's asking me to get to the point. This is the point um, because I'm I'm leading in with an analogy, Dave. Next thing is, imagine if you got naked in front of a prospect, a customer, and jumped up and down and shook everything around and then put your clothes on. They couldn't unsee that. Now, this is my point. If you tell your customer or your prospect the price, whether it's on your website or when they ask you directly and you have not shown the value first, they're not bought in, they don't know why they need it, they haven't had time invested in, then you lose no matter what you do. Because, you know, if your price is cheap, they think it's cheap. And cheap often means rubbish. If your price is quite high, they think that's expensive. Now, you can never win when someone thinks it's expensive. You can win when something is a very high price. Uh, And okay, occasionally people want products and services that are expensive because they're expensive, but they still want their perceived value from that. So once you've told someone the price up front, even when they ask, you have told someone how many people you've slept with and you have got naked in front of your client and they can't unsee or unheal or unfeel what they see and what they feel when you give them the price. That's it. That's the first impression. So it's mostly over. You're always sort of going backwards. Now, here's the thing. You know, like you want to do business with integrity. You want to be honest. And if someone asks you for the price, you don't want to sort of take them down another road or waste their time or waffle or whatever. And, you know, might just say, and this is the kind of the thing I thought, you know, someone came to me directly, uh, he messaged me and he said, hey, Rob, I'm loving your work. I'm loving your videos. I'm looking to get you as a mentor. How much is your mentoring? And I thought, well, I'm busy. You know, he asked me directly. I want to give him a direct answer, even though I know my rule. 
which is check that um, you know he's followed a lot of my work, check that he knows me, check that he's invested in, take him through a qualification process, get him to know the benefits, get him to know why it really helps him, why he needs it, and then and only then does he see the price. And I broke my own rule and I just said, hey, yeah, look, my mentoring is £50,000 for the year if you want me, um, and it's £7,500 for six months in my group mastermind. Now, of course, to many of you watching when I say that, you might go, well, that's expensive. Exactly. That's the mistake I made. It's not expensive compared to the value you get. If you get me on email, on phone, direct access, you know, every single day, even Christmas Day for any challenges you've got. You know, if you know that we could joint venture together, if you know I could help you make hundreds of thousands of pounds, if you know I have a minimum criteria of business, of people that turn over a hundred thousand pound, you know, minimum a year so that I know I can easily make them a hundred thousand or two hundred thousand or five hundred thousand pound more. You know, you get my business partner as well, Mark Homer. Um, you get, you know, access to come to me and in, in, uh, in my house, in my boardroom, which is just there and sit with many other uh, multimillionaire business owners. Now, all of a sudden, I'm starting to let you know what you get. But I should have done that first. So when you get asked, don't answer. Follow the steps I'm about to give you. I've got about eight things that I think you should do better. Um, now, here's the interesting thing as well is that guy came back to me and said, um, he, he, put, he did a load of letters like WTF, FML, ROFL, a load of them. And he said, no wonder you got a Ferrari, mate. And basically intimated that, you know, I'm using all, the, I'm, I'm, I'm getting mentoring fees and buying Ferraris, which of course isn't true. Um, you know, I have passive income from multiple streams of income. Um, but I don't get those mentoring fees if I don't give the value, because if I don't give the value, the market goes and says, hey, you know, Rob's not worth the mentoring fees. And then no one pays me the mentoring fees. And I've got people that are logging into this video now, you know, who, who work with me, who I mentor. Um, so I have to deliver value equal to or ideally a lot more value than my £50,000 if you want me, carte blanche access, or £7,500 for six months if you want to be in the mastermind. If I don't exceed that value, the market gives feedback to potential customers and clients and to me, and, and I, I don't win any new business. So, you know, like the, my, the fees are worth what they're worth um, according to the market and the feedback of the market. Um, now, here's, I've probably lost him as a client, as a watcher, as a viewer. When he asked a fair question and I gave a good, honest answer with integrity, but I messed up. I broke my rule. Also, I'm probably three or four month waiting list on my mentoring program. So I'll, I'll be honest, I got a bit flippant. I got a bit overconfident. I thought, well, you know, I, I don't really need the business. So nah. But you know what? That three or four month waiting list might go. I might need the business in the future. So that was a bad mistake. And also I was very busy going through loads of messages, but I should have just saved that and gone through my process. So your potential customer needs to know the following before you reveal your price and strip off in front of them. And that is number one, they need to know what they get from you first, the benefits, the value that they get. They, you must give them that before the price so that they can build this perception of value and compare it to the price, which all of a sudden brings the price down in terms of how expensive it looks. This, you need this contrast against the price. If I said to you, give me a fiver and I'll give you a tenner, of course you'd go for it. But if I said, give me a fiver, you're not going to give me a fiver. Why are you going to give me a fiver? You're not. So we need to see what we're getting for it to perceive its value. Uh, and therefore, we need to build desire and buy-in first. 
You know, ideally your customer, your client, your potential, um, you know, source of revenue, they need to have invested a lot of time to follow you, to get to know you. I'll talk about the investing time in a minute. So I'm often asked, should you put your price on your website? No. Now caveat, if you price compare and you run ads to an e-commerce site and you're like Amazon, yes, if you're Amazon and you sell books and commodities, priced against competitors, yes, you should put your price because people are there ready buyers. But people who buy services aren't necessarily ready buyers. This is a good point Gamal's just made on the, on the live feed, is his accountant saved him shed loads of money in tax. Now, if his accountant, if, if Gamal asked his accountant, how much are you? And his accountant said, 10 grand a year, or you know, 10 grand for a tax return, you're gonna be like, what? I can get that for three grand off a local accountant. Now, we've got accountants, by the way, who charge us 50, 60, 80,000 pounds a year and more, but they save us two, three, 500,000 pounds a year and more in tax. Now, when they can show that, then they get their fees. So that's a really good point, Gamal. Okay, so don't put your prices on your website unless you want all the customers to bounce because they go on, how much is your course? 3,000 pounds a day. Oh, that's a lot of money. Bye. All right, so. You should never tell your customers, your potential clients, your price until you have done these five things. Number one, help them to discover the value of what you offer. Number two, giving them the contrast by telling them what they'll get. The benefits, the add-ons, the bonuses, the support, the accountability, whatever it is. Number three, you get buy-in, i.e. they build interest first in it and then desire for it before the price is mentioned. The next thing is you want them to invest time. We all have this fear of missing out and the more time we invest in something, the harder it is to say no to it. You know, if you've been uh, in a marriage many years and you've got kids, it's probably harder to separate. You know, so if your client has been doing a lot of research on you and they've visited your offices a few times, they've invested 30 or 40 hours of their time into your product, it's gonna make it much harder for them to say no and to not buy it because they feel like they've lost that time. So you want to help them go through that process. Uh, and therefore, you know, help them get a return on that time invested as well as just the financial return. Um, and as such, then you want them to be able to visualize in their mind and feel in their emotions the benefit, uh, you know, and the results and the outcome of using your product or service. And then you give them the price. Uh, and of course, you know, it's contrasted lower as opposed to higher. Now, the famous quote, I'm sure you know this, price is what you pay value is what you get. So don't get sucked into that price, shopping price, comparison, uh, comparing discount, hunting, um, client base, if you can help it. Few things to do when people ask you for money directly, sorry, ask you for prices directly or say, hey, you should publish your prices on your website. Number one, test them first. Say, hey, look, can you make it every month to Peterborough to be into my mastermind? Does your business turn over a hundred thousand pound a year or more? Are you committed to doing everything I tell you? Are you committed to being held accountable? And when I give you action steps, go out and do them. Will you never, do you promise to never make an excuse? It's, you know, so I'm starting to qualify you. I'm starting to um, test you, push you back a little bit to see if you, you know, are going to step up and you know, be someone who I want to work with. And that, that creates that buy-in. Number two is you want to make them work a little bit for your product or service. Don't make it too easy for them to buy unless you're a commodity and you know you've just you've got pain for traffic and you've got to sell immediately in which case you want to do the opposite you want to make it really easy and re remove the friction you want to qualify your customers and clients for your products and services if you're a deal packager you know or if you sell your time or your coaching qualify them get them to jump through some hurdles 
Show them value first. Make sure it's right for them. If it's not right for them, invite them somewhere else. Pass them on because that goodwill will come back to you because they will tell other people that you didn't just want to take their money uh, and you didn't feel that the product and service was right for them and they will actually recommend people to you or they will fight for it to be right to them uh, in which case, again, you've got more buy-in. Now, finally, if you can help them do all of this remotely first before they ask you for the price, you've got this sort of automated business generation system, if you like. So if you do podcast live feeds, YouTube videos, if you are seen at trade shows, if you're seen online, if you run ads where they are, if you're seen in magazines, articles, media and publications, then they can do all of these things or you can do all of these things remotely with them before they come to you saying, hey, Rob, how much is your mentoring? Uh, and I guess because that guy spat his feathers out and like, you know, literally, you know, spilled his spit, spat his um, drink all over the floor because he thought I was really expensive. He obviously didn't yet know the value I created and he probably hadn't followed me long enough. Give them a chance to get to know you and, um, you know, build the perception of value that you give to them on their terms in the gym with your podcast at home on your live feeds, etc. Have, you know, brochures if that's relevant. Make sure you get their details as well so you can follow them up in the future. And then you can follow them up when they've had three, five or 10 touch points from you remotely. They've got buy-in. And then the resistance and the friction to paying your very high and very fair fees and still perceiving value has diminished significantly. So thanks for tuning into this podcast on my new remote gear. So there you go. Hopefully the sound quality is really good. Uh, If you don't risk anything, you risk everything. Um, And make sure if you listen to the podcast here, then you're in the Disruptive Entrepreneurs community, which is the community we have that goes along with the, um, the podcast. 1.31 million subscriptions in 189 countries now, and only 10,000 of you are in the Disruptive Entrepreneur community. So find that on Facebook and join. It's where, you know, we all get together and help each other further other than just a couple of podcasts a week. And also, if you watch my lives, make sure you listen to the Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast, where I'm only duplicating now about one in four or one in five of the videos and the podcast to be the same. The rest is different, individual, new and unique content. Again, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Have a great day. If you don't risk anything, you risk everything.